<laughs> yes. Applause. We back. You're welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another great episode of the Intrinsic Podcast. My name is Omar, your co-host, and this is my other lovely co-host. Juan. And we're back at it again with another great episode. A uh, little technical difficulties on the first take, but <laughs> we're back for a second take, and let's hope this one works out. <laughs> let's hope this one works. Uh, so let's get right into it. Um, today we're actually talking about um, people, you know, people in your life, uh, your circle, uh, a little bit of dating, a little bit of all that. Um, so let's go ahead and get started and uh, let's ask Juan the first question. So Juan, please answer for us this very important question. Okay. In this day and time, who do you consider yourself to be? Who do I consider myself to be? First of all, as I said on our last take, that's a very good question to ask in talking about your friendships, your relationships, your family. It's very easy to just say, well, what type of friends and what type of people are you looking for? Um, the, in actual reality, that question that Omar is asking, right? Who am I? will tell him everything about who my friends are, who my friends will be, who my family is, who my family will be. So mm -hmm. it's a very, uh, reflective thing. So who am I? I probably describe myself with two words, which would be ambitious and adventurous. The ambitious part of me is the part that is always right. Working out is always listening to David Goggins and reading all these books about growth and asking for promotions right after getting another promotion. Yep. Um, also always looking for financial literacy. So understanding things that I didn't previously understand how to invest, what are, what's a Roth IRA, all that sort of stuff. Um, investments, brokerage accounts. Then the adventurous part of me, I think, is when I'm not working, which doesn't happen often, but when I'm not really focused on something, I love to travel. I love to see new places and experience different cultures and different people. Um, I'd probably say my happiest moments have been when I've been more adventurous. So when I've been traveling, when I was in Europe for about a year, but my most rewarding moments have been through my ambition in capturing something or going after something. So I'd probably say overall, those two characteristics embody who I am. Awesome. Awesome. I think that's an awesome answer. Okay. Um, uh, let me answer that same question for myself. Um, I myself would consider myself to be a hard worker and a social butterfly. Um, okay. Hard worker, because honestly, I mean, that's, that's all I've really known the majority of my life to work hard. You know, I, uh, I didn't take the route of, uh, going to college, uh, necessarily. I did kind of drop out of the JC, but, uh, one thing's been consistent throughout my whole life and that was just working hard. Um, and it's got me to where I am right now. Um, it's been something that's been a major, major part of me for the majority of my life because, had I not been able to work hard, I don't think I would have came across uh, great people like Juan. I don't think I would have been able to succeed in any job setting. Um, I also don't think I'd be um, emotionally stable right now because everything that I've had to do has been difficult. But um, I excel in those in those scenarios when it's when something comes across and says, "Hey, like this is going to take some hard work. You're going to have to work hard if you want to succeed at this." I'm like, "Let's do it," um, and I enjoy that. You know, I enjoy a challenge. Um, so there's that and, uh, and the social butterfly, just because I love talking to people, I love meeting people. I love, uh, 
learning about new things through people. Um, perhaps I won't uh, submit myself to to reading a book or, or watching a whole docuseries or a whole documentary, but I will enjoy listening to what somebody has learned from from a book or what somebody else has gained in their life through their own experiences. And that's kind of where, where I learned the most uh, through other people. Um, and then, you know, I guess maybe a slight third, like I'm a bit of a clown. I love to joke around. <laughs> I love to share a yeah. laugh. I, I love to troll. I love to just kind of, uh, yeah, just have a good time. You know, like I can't not laugh, you know, a normal day yeah. in my life is consists of hard work, um, maybe a little bit of downtime. And within that downtime, you know, either get to know somebody better or share a laugh, you know? So, yeah. um, but what you did say in the beginning, though, is very important. Like, um, there's that one, uh, quote that, um, what, what's his name? Dan Pena, uh, that he always says, or, mm-hmm. uh, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Right. Yeah. And it's gone viral so many times. And I mean, he himself has gone viral cause he's very out there when he's like talking about things. He drives like the F bombs and all this, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, I really like that quote because towards the beginning of this podcast, that was kind of a, uh, a thought that came into my mind, I think through some of our conversations where you're like, dude, you got to get out there, man. Like you got to meet more people. Like you got to do better for yourself. Like you got, you got to fucking, you got to discipline yourself. Like you need to, you need to make some changes, bro. Like we, we got to do this, man. Like, and you're telling me like, I need a challenge, right? Like mm-hmm. I need a challenge. Right. And I found that really funny because I would look in, in my own life and I'm like, I don't really have anybody else in my life. You know, I was like, I almost was like, I feel kind of lonely, you know, like, I don't think I got anybody out here. Like I'm yeah. on my own. And, you know, I had a couple of buddies that have been with me for, for some years, you being one of them. But other than that, I hadn't really explored too far out there. I was kind of more in my comfort zone. And if anything, I was kind of trying to sift people out from my life. I was just kind of, uh, pushing people away who I no longer felt connected to or, or felt well, like, or, um, worth keeping around, you know? Um, and not to say that those weren't good people within themselves, but just for me and where I was at the time, I was like, it's just not going to work out. Um, but now fast forwarding to now I'm like, okay, I want to meet new people. I want new people in my life. I want to perhaps look into growing my circle and see what other people have to offer, what other people have learned and just genuinely like meet interesting people. Right. And that goes kind of like for anybody, really. I mean, I think anybody can be interesting as long as you're willing to be open you know, be like an open book. Um, but yeah, yeah. Another version, another version of that quote that I like that I, it's the same essentially quote, but I like it a little better is you're a reflection of the five people you're closest to. Mm -hmm. That one I like, that one just clicks with me a little bit better because that either makes you really happy or really concerned, right? Because if the five people that are closest to you are, this is a weird thing for me to talk about, like to say, like, how do you describe someone who's not doing the best in their life, but without like, you know, insulting them? Because I never want to do that because everyone's going through their own difficulties. You never know what people are going through. And so sometimes I, I like have a hard time talking about like people who aren't doing their best mm-hmm. and describing them in some sense. Right. So in this specific example, if you're five people who are closest to you aren't going after what they want, aren't happy with their lives, they're anxious, they're stressed, they are missing opportunities, they're not getting out there, 
you right. That's something that should worry you because that yeah. is a reflection of you because you're hanging out with them. Everyone has an influence on you, your parents, your siblings, your, your significant other, your friends. And again, this is, it's true just based on our friendship, right? Why Absolutely. is it that we're still friends? I think now it's been 11 years since we've met Wow, back in high school, first year, which I believe was 2011. Right. And now it's 2022. I think it's about 11 years or close to 11 years. Wow. Right. So 11 years of putting out my shit, huh? <laughs> Man, getting tired of it. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's, been, it's been rough. It's been rough. <laughs> it's been rough. Um, right. But that's something that there were some periods in there, right? Where we talked sometimes maybe six months, we didn't talk sometimes a bit longer, sometimes a bit shorter. Right. The, the key question there is why, why are we still friends? Right. Mm -hmm. And our answers right there are the answer to that question. We're still friends because we want similar things. Mm -hmm. He, he, Omar wants them for a different reason than I may want them. You know, he may want something different from my, there's differences. There's always differences there, but the two things, right. I said, one, I'm ambitious and I'm, I'm, I'm hardworking because I'm ambitious. First thing Omar said is he's hardworking, right? Clicked right away there. Right. Plus, of course, the social aspect there, right? For me, I just described it a little bit differently, right? I'm adventurous. I love to travel. I know Omar wants to travel, right? And he's mm -hmm. going to go out there and travel. But even without that, he's already talking to people and he's meeting people and he's in some sense traveling through other people, right? Which yeah. is a fair thing to do before you yourself travel. So again, focus on who the people around you are. Are they a reflection of you? Are they who you want to be? Goggins has said before, like you want to be around the people who you want to be like the most and people who you want to mirror the most. Those are the people that you should be around. Right now saying that there should be a balance. And I think let's say those five people that are around you, there should be a balance there because Omar, me and Omar together, there's a lot of testosterone there, right? There's a lot of like, <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Like, yeah, all these Right. Yeah. A lot of testosterone, a lot of emotion at the same time, at least as guys, right. We need that estrogen in there. We need that like female presence as well. I have three sisters, so I have plenty of that, but right. It's a different thing when you have, uh, friends who are also, you know, friends who are females because for me, at least, right. Again, I have my sisters, but it's a different relationship, right. From your sisters to your friends, from your brothers to your friends, because you tell them things that you wouldn't tell your siblings about. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can actually have the perspective from the other sex that I think a lot of people, especially guys are missing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just mentioning that before we started recording. Um, I had a conversation with a friend, uh, on the phone a few days ago and, uh, I'd explained, I'd explained to him that I was kind of getting back into the dating setting. I was back on Tinder, you know, that whole thing. And, uh, and he was kind of like asking me like, well, why exactly? Like, why, why are you back now? Like, why now? Right. Like now when you're working harder, now when you're, things are perhaps starting to look out for you um, and you're getting busier, like why now of all times? And I'm like, because I'm realizing that I need that feminine energy. I need, I need more women in my life. You know, there's nothing wrong with going out with your homies, you know, your homeboys, your friends. But uh, as a guy, you need that balance. I think the same applies to women. You know, you could go out with your girls, uh, nothing wrong with that, but I think you also need a pimp the male presence because it's important to 
keep that balance in you and, and help gain perspective, right? Yeah. I think sometimes guys, you know, can be a bit of a of dogs, right? Especially like when you're younger, you're immature. Um, perhaps you don't see women as uh, people that you would respect. Perhaps you're just like, oh, these people are like objects or whatever, right? And you're seeing them as eye candy or whatever, right? I never really did. I I always thought that they could be treated just like guys. You know, they're like, they're my friends. You know, I, I love hanging out with them the same way I hang out with anybody else. Um, but I do remember there was some guys when I was younger that were kind of like that. And it was weird. It was very off-putting. And when it came to me wanting to hang out with, like, say, this group of friends, and maybe they were mostly girls, and then hang out with this group of friends are mostly boys, and they'd be like, hey, man, invite us over. Like, let's go hang out with the girls. I'm like, nah, like, it's not it's not going to work out because I wouldn't want to put my friends through that, you know? And at the same time, I knew it was going to be a clashing of energy. Like, the vibes would be off, you know? Um, but it is important to kind of keep that balance. Like, at some points in my life, I had more fun hanging out with girls or, or, or my friends or whatever than hanging out with guys just because, like, you needed that balance. You needed something different. Like... Perhaps my guy friends wouldn't want to go on a hike or go to the beach or just go shopping, but my girlfriends would. And I love that, yeah. you know, and I wouldn't mind walking into like Victoria's Secret or Forever 21 or whatever. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, so this is what you guys buy, huh? It's like, whatever, you know, but it's something different. <laughs> it's a whole different, it's a whole different vibe. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just being honest. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, not, not like I was like in the laundry <laughs> section or whatever, like, like right. oh, so this is what it looks like. Could I try this on, actually? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but it's just important to have that balance, you know? The same thing, like, sometimes I'd have, like, uh, a friend come with me to the mall, and she's like, oh, what are you going to buy today? I'm like, I actually kind of need some underwear. I'm like, if you want, I'll just, like, meet up with you later. She's like, oh, it's fine. I don't mind. I'm like, all right, you know, like, whatever. And then I'd be like looking for a specific underwear. She's like, so what do you guys wear or whatever? You know, and it's like the same thing because you don't know. And it's just like, yeah. not that you care so much, but as perspective, you know? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if that's one of like the things that I had in mind. I mean, I've done it. I've done it before. Sure. For me more yeah. than anything, it's like, you know, you might attribute it to, having like sisters and growing up in that way or maybe some other things, but yeah. there's certain things that I like that um, I would say most guys, most men probably don't like, um, or, or, you know, maybe not even like, but just don't care enough about it. Something hmm. like fashion for me is something that I actually like really care about. And oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm interested in it because it's uh, for me, it's a creativity thing. I love cooking and I love, you know, I love cooking because of the creativity, because you can add all these different ingredients and, you know, see what comes out in the end. In a similar sense, when you look at something like fashion, for me, I treat it the same way because I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I put this together with that, how does that look? All right. That doesn't look too good. How about this compared with that? Right. Yeah. That's something that a lot of guys don't, aren't interested in, which is fair. Right. I don't, I don't really care too much about that. So with uh, the friends that I have that are female, I've talked a lot about that with them specifically. And I enjoy it, you know, because for example, sometimes when we go out for a drink or something, there'll be a, a, a girl that passes by. I'm like, wow, she looks really good. And my friend initially always says like, oh, go, go talk to her. You know, I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like not good in the sense that like, I want to go and talk to her like that. Just literally her outfit looks pretty good. 
<laughs> and my sis and my friends started laughing because I'm like, because they're like, you're so weird. Like guys would just normally, you know, when they say that, they're always talking about like, oh, she has a big butt or she has this, you know, something to that's attractive in that sense. And to mm-hmm. me, I'm like, I have seen a lot, not just of like girls, but also guys that are dressed very nicely that may otherwise not be super attractive to me. Um, but I go talk to them because I'm like, wow, I just got to say, like, you have a great outfit on like that. This, this is looking good. Like the whole thing is good. That honestly makes me happy. And that's something that I know is maybe an odd thing for a guy to have to like be thinking about fashion and like legitimate outfits, yeah, uh, things of that sort. But it is something I care about. And it's something that, you know, other men can care about. I think we care about a lot of things, but we hide a lot of them because, you're with your homies and you know you say something like that like oh that's a really good outfit on that guy it's like oh what you know of course we're getting like better with that now but yeah um still there are definitely certain things that you don't fully share mm-hmm. with friends who are of the same sex it applies the same thing for for a girl some of the friends that i've talked to like yeah like we don't talk to like our other friends about like this and that thing because they're right. always judged about this or that and i'm like mm-hmm. you know Again, that's, that, that depends on the person, of course. I'm not really the person to judge, but um, you just feel comfortable talking about certain things with certain people. And that's perfectly fine, which is why you have to have a really good balance in friends. Yeah. And I'm going to just go ahead and say, like, let's just normalize guys complimenting other guys. Like, I don't find any yeah. problem with that. Like, when we've hung out, I'll be like, damn, bro, you're looking good. Like, you and could pull some be- women today if you wanted to, you know? <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. Whenever I've been with like my girlfriends and stuff in the past, I tell them like, "Hey, you guys see that guy? Like, what do you guys think of that guy? Looks pretty good, right? You know, because yeah. I see the guy, I'm like, okay, he's kind of built. He's he's got his whole outfit together. Like, I think he looks good, you know. And like, mm-hmm. some of them would be like, yeah, and like, other would be like, nah, it's not my type. Like, oh, okay, I got you. But if mm-hmm. I were to have that same conversation with guys, like, bro, what? What the fuck? Why are you checking him out, dude? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> and uh, those were the exact kind of guys that I got out of my life. I didn't okay. want that. I didn't Same. like that. I wanted to be able to be free whenever speaking, whenever thinking anything. I didn't want to have some sort of negative comment or like, uh, dude, that's kind of weird. It's like, why, why, why is it weird? Yeah. Why? Like I, I myself, I know you do too. You know, when you go out, you, you want to look good. You want to feel comfortable in your skin. You might put a shirt that kind of shows off the gains, right? Or you just a little bit tighter, tighter fitting, mm-hmm. right? What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. You don't want to feel good when you go out, right? Because you yep. work hard at the gym, so you want to show off your gains. What, what's wrong with that? You know, same for, for girls. They go to the gym. They got the the pump on, whatever, right? They might show on something that, that shows off their curves. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but for some reason, guys just have a weird problem with, like, complimenting other guys. Like, it's just so weird, you know? Yep. But yet, they might do it at the gym, though. They might, hey, bro, I like your pump. But they won't <laughs> do it in a public setting. You know, yep. so it's, yeah. let's get away from that. You know, if you're listening to this, uh, maybe reflect a little bit on that. Like we should, sh- we shouldn't be so shy about that. We shouldn't be weird about it. There shouldn't be stigmatized. Like there's nothing wrong with complimenting your friend as well as any other guy that you don't know. And you're a guy yourself, right? Girls do yeah. it all the time. And that was one of the things that attracted me so much to hanging out with girls that they'd be damn girl. Like, look at your ass. And I'm just like, Okay, shit. I might, I might <laughs> tell my homie that next time, you know, <laughs> nice. but yeah. I, I just love that energy. Like there's nothing better than that, uh, energy of complimenting each other, 
giving each other props like that's awesome i love that you know yeah it's a cliche thing that i feel like it's said often or maybe i've just heard it often but it's like you really want to be around people who allow you to be you absolutely it is the worst thing when you can't be yourself right some it, that's that's the thing that i on some level i used to have probably around college sure around high school i'm not even counting high school because you don't even know who you are at that point but around college i was certainly influenced by my friends right in the same sort of sense of like oh my friends like this so i probably like something similar to that or mm -hmm. i like this other thing but my friends you know think that's weird so maybe i don't like that so much right it's it's an unfortunate thing but it's something that you have to you know regardless of your sex or your your um what you identify as you have to figure out who you are first mm -hmm because you can't ask your friends to respect who you are if you don't know who you are, because they don't know right. who you are or who you do, they have to respect, right? That's mm -hmm. something that specifically when I came back from my study abroad program, I told my friends like, hey, and this is a weird thing to say, but let's try to consider this as like the first time I meet, I'm meeting you. Try mm -hmm. to put all your previous thoughts about me away, just because I knew I had changed so significantly that on my flight back from France, I was thinking, damn, is someone going to recognize me? Not that my face changed, not that my hair changed. Purely my personality had changed so significantly that I felt like they would think I was being fake, right? Like, oh, who are you? Like, mm -hmm. this isn't who you are. Like, this is who, who we used to know. Yeah. It's like, you're right. It's not who I used to be. But it's been a year. I've gone through a lot of things, really, really high, high, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. And they made me into who I am, right? But once you figure that yeah. out, then you can tell your friends, right? And I told you when I came back too, like, hey, this is who I am. This is who I, I'm trying to be. You know, I hope that you accept that, right? Not just to you, but I told that to like my other friends. And if they do, then you're golden, right? Because then you can yeah. talk about fashion if you care about that. Then you can talk about working out and being obsessed with growing as a person if you care about that. Then you can talk about cooking and I made this and I, I love tea or I love boba, all these other things and not have to say, well, actually I like this thing, right? It's like you take it down a notch when you really, you love something. Like I, I am super passionate about this, but some mm -hmm. people turn it down a notch because the people around you aren't going to allow you to be the full version of who you are. And that's what you really want to fight. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, when you told me when you came back from France, you're like, yeah, like, no. I think I'm a nice guy now. Like, I think I'm nicer to people now. <laughs> and I, I just, like, that yeah. just made me laugh so hard. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you've always been nice. Yeah. And, it was, like, it came up in the conversation. It's like, well, yeah, like, I'm nice to you. But, like, to other people, I've been kind of maybe smug or something. And then I thought mm -hmm. about it. I'm like, you know, you are kind of right. Like, I never noticed that. But you are kind of right. And you're like, no. And then you they are like, actually an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you're a dick. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was so cool though. Like that was so awesome that you're able to recognize that and change that. Like that is such a noble thing to do because most people will just go their whole lives just being that way. And because it's oh. been that way, it's going to stay that way. And why change it now? Because I've been like this my whole life. Right. And, yeah. um, and that was actually one of the reasons why I let go of some of my uh, childhood friends, because as I was trying Same. to implement new changes, they themselves couldn't let go of the old me. I had already let go. But they couldn't. Yeah. And what would happen? Kind of drag you would, down. They no. Well, they would bring me back to that. Right. Yeah. It's like if I was uh, back in the day, always smoking, drinking, and stuff, and everybody knew me as the guy that always just drank and smoke. The second that I try to get away from that, 
You're like, no, 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 no. Come back. What you mean? What you mean you want to sober up now? Like, no, you've, you're we got a six pack. Now. We got a six pack, bro. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, come on, dude. You know, you like these. You know, you like mm-hmm. these. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, I don't anymore. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get another beer. Fuck it. I'll just drink one today, you know? And then mm-hmm. there we go. Right back to it. Right. And so that yep. was one of the things that was very important to me. It was like, I got to let go of people that don't want to let me succeed or change because it's starting to become like a toxic friendship where we've talked about toxic relationships in the past, but toxic friendships where your own friends won't want to see you do well. Your own friends won't want to see you do better. Right. Yeah. Um, I was telling my other friend about this. There's this thing that happens where you see people that you grew up with or people that are, you know, I guess classmates, right. Um, it could apply to, you know, college, high school, maybe middle school, um, people that you thought you knew or you kind of know about, but you never really knew, right? Because you're in mutual friend circles or just mutual places, classes, whatever. Um, I told my friend this and I was like, look, this is the reason why I don't hang out with people that much anymore. At least people that we used to know. There's this mm-hmm. thing that's weird about people where, yeah, they might wish you the best. Yeah, they'll say, oh, man, good luck. I hope that works out. And they'll be all nice to you, Right. But they want you to do good. They don't want you to do better than you or better than them, I should say. Right. Mm -hmm. The second they hear that you're doing better than them, it's like all of a sudden everything just changes. The script gets flipped. All of a sudden they start talking smack. They're like, oh, well, you don't really deserve it. Or, or, oh, well, I mean, it's probably not going to work out. And all this negative energy comes out of nowhere, like Mm -hmm. absolutely nowhere. But it was there the whole time. Right. And that's what I told my friend. Like, that's why I don't go out anymore at least not in town. Like I want to meet new people because these people don't know me and they won't judge me for my past. They have nothing to go off of. And if who they meet me right now, they like, then they'll stick around. If I meet them and they're great people, I'll want them to stick around. But on the other Mm -hmm. hand, people that you grew up with just have this image of you like stamped in their brain. And they're like, Oh no, 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 you can't change. No, no, no. You can't do better. You can't be a better person because I remember who you were and don't you forget that. Right. And it's like, what, am I not allowed to change? Like, am I not allowed to improve my life? Like, yeah, I did mm-hmm. this. Yeah, I did that. So what? I let it go. Why are you still like hanging on to that idea or whatever of who I used to be? And so that's another thing that's important is if you want to develop yourself into a better person, either you yourself or just naturally, like you're just going to let go of people. You have to. It's the, it's the only way that you can truly grow. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't express that enough because had I kept those certain people in my life, I might still be the same person I was back then. I think it's not a my, I think you, you definitely would have. Yeah. I don't think you could be who you are, but at the same time, be around people who know you as something else. Yeah. Because again, they'll bring you back to that. They'll, they'll bring you back. Some people might do it because they're generally bad friends and they're trying to bring you back. Some people, and this is why I told my friends, because I know they were good friends, but I knew that they would try to bring me back to who I used to be just because that's all they knew about me. Right. right? Some people don't actually do it out of malice. Some people do, some people don't. But that's why I told my friends, because I knew they weren't going to do it out of like malice. Like they wanted me to be that person, but that's all that they knew. And to be fair, a year to change a lot about yourself is pretty quick, right? It is. I had myself also asking, like, is this actually who I am? Because, I mean, I've never, I don't think I've ever changed that rapidly 
within a certain period of time, uh, you know, ever since then, there've been sort of these leaps, these, these, these strong steps that I've taken, but that was very much so like, I'm going to change who I am. And like you said, being in a different country, like I was, there was nothing stopping me. No one knows who I am. No one knows if I did a really bad thing in the past or if I did a really good thing in the past. No one knows anything about you. They just know who you are today. Yeah. Who you're going to be the next day and the next day and the whole week during the program, whatever it is, right? That is a free, very, very free feeling. And it's something that I hope for all of my friends, right? I've told you before that, like, that's why I travel. Part of the reason culture to meet people, to grow as a person myself, but also, right? There's nothing stopping you from changing when you're there. It's free, right? Change for the better, change for the worse, whatever you're interested in, <laughs> but you can change. Yeah. And nobody will call you out on your shit. Right. And for me, I, the reason why I love that is because, and we're just talking about it before the podcast, but in different contexts, right. In the context, in the context of work, I was saying, I love mm -hmm. to work at an exponential rate and grow. I apply that to the rest of my life. I love to grow as a person. I hate that I have to do it linearly for some things. So whenever I'm traveling, right that cap is gone because no one knows you. No one knows who you are. No one knows anything about you. Right. So if you want to change something very significant, right? Like for example, change from like maybe being rude sometimes to like never being rude and being like a, a ray of sunshine and just like happy, happy, happy. Not necessarily that everything is going to be amazing. You have to be happy, but always channeling some optimism for yourself and the, for the people around you. Yeah. You can do those sort of huge changes when people aren't telling you, actually, you remember last year when you did that thing? Nah, man, you can't do this other thing now. Like, yeah. You're, you're still a on. piece of shit or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no facts. And, um, another thing to add to that is like, because I've sifted through my friends and, you know, removed certain people from my life, the people that I do have in my life, I want the absolute best for them. Like if, yeah. if they're doing better for, than me, great. Cause I hope that they would bring me up as well. You know, mm -hmm. as I've been implementing new changes in my life and, uh, trying to make improvements, I've been asking my friends, like, what are you guys doing? Like, are you guys trying this? Are you trying that? Right. Juan did the same thing for me when he started going through all these fast changes. I mean, at a crazy rate, right. I started seeing them like, yeah, he's definitely a changed guy. Like he's not the same if anything, I would go to the extent of saying like, he's not a boy anymore. Like he's a man. Like this guy's turned into a fucking man. I'm like, yeah. Oh shit. I'm a fucking, I'm still a boy. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a boy in a man's world now. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> like this guy just opened yeah. my eyes to like the possibilities. Right. But by him doing so, he was able to inspire it and motivate me to kickstart my own life. Right. And now I'm in that very same scenario where I'm like, okay, my homie's got to do the same. Like, let's open some businesses. Let's be your own boss. Let's do this. Let's do that. Right. And so if your friends aren't wishing the best for you, aren't doing the best for you, aren't trying to help you grow, they're not your friends. They're bringing you down. Right. Yep. And it hurts. Right. It's, it's heartbreaking to hear that because it's there's an additional comfort to having people in your life for an extended amount of time. Right. Because you don't have to work for them. Right. You don't have to work hard towards that relationship. Like, oh, well, yep. you know, just going to hit the local pub again. Or I'm going to see the same people or we're going to do the same thing. We're going to end up blacked out. We'll all go home at like two, three in the morning, go to the same taco truck, everybody hits up. And then the next morning I'll go hung over to, to my job. They'll go hung over to their job. And when I do it all over again and look forward to the next week. And I'm like, not good enough. No. Like that's, 
a very closed mindset. I want bigger things. I want greater things. Juan wants the same. And there's only one, one way to do it. We got to network. We got to meet new people. We got to open up ourselves, allow other people to open up themselves, you know, yeah. regurgitate that energy. If somebody's doing well, if somebody's wishing you the best, return that energy, you know, yeah. um, it's the only the, way. The energy thing is a big thing, right? Cause that's something I struggled with earlier. And I think mm -hmm. it was you actually, who sort of might've gotten me on it. The whole vibes back in vibes. the day where I was big the on vibes, vibes, just so you guys the don't vibes. know. Yeah. Where I used to love the vibes. I always talk about the vibes and I was like, the all vibes. right, bro, I get it. Um, and you can interpret it however you want. The way I sort of took it was I always hoped to meet people who were doing these amazing things. Like I always hoped to meet someone who had been to like, I don't know, 50 something countries and like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Like this guy's, or this guy or this girl, like they're really living life. That's awesome. I always hoped to meet people who were, had their own company. And we're super ambitious and like, wow, this person's really getting after and doing this thing. I always hope to meet people like David Goggins who work out like an insane amount every single day. Right. And again, I don't know if this was you that mentioned it or if I just realized it, but I realized why would those people be interested in being friends with me? Now, keep in mind, this was about five years ago, probably mm -hmm. five or six years ago. Why would they be friends with me? Genuinely. Right. Do I travel a lot? At that point, I was not traveling. Do I work out a lot? Mm, somewhat, not a lot. Do I, you know, want to be in entrepreneurship and all these things? Like, yeah, I kind of do, but I wasn't doing anything about it. Right. And overall, mm -hmm. the question that I had to answer is like, why would they hang out with me? Would you, if you were them, would you hang out with yourself? And the answer was no. It was just mm -hmm. no, because you bring to your life the people that share similar vibes. And that's something that I've realized since becoming sort of to this day, the person that I am, every person, subsequential person that's come into my life has an aspect of who I am, who I like the things that I love or who I want to be. Right. So there are friends that I've made that travel a lot and I'm like, yeah, fuck that. That's awesome. There are friends. Generally, I think I'm becoming friends with the CEO of my company. Nice. He has his own seat. He has his own company, right? He's good friends to have. <laughs> he sort of mentored me in some way, allowing me to grow relatively quickly in the company. Those are the friends that you need, right? You have people, right? I have Omar, who's also super hardworking, right? Mm -hmm. When I see that and I see that he's working hard, do you guys think I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm thinking one good for him. Sure. First thought. Second thought is, well, what am I doing? Right. Why am I not working hard? Right. Just by necessity, yeah. because of who I want to be. <laughs> I have a hard time sometimes going to sleep because I'm thinking someone's probably working right now. Someone's probably staying up. That's just <laughs> yeah. me. Again, it doesn't have to be you guys. That's just who I am. All I'm saying is who you are and the person who you create, whether it happens quickly or it happens through time is the type of people that you're going to be attracting. Those are the type of people that are going to be around you. So now I know when I ask myself that question with someone who has a company, with someone who travels a lot, someone who works out a lot, be a, like, want to be around me? The answer is yes. Fuck yes. Because yeah. I'm doing those things because I'm trying to do all of those things and become better, right? The financial literacy thing. I didn't care about that. Friends that I've made now are telling me about things like, oh, have you heard about this Roth IRA? Have you heard about this thing? Do you know how taxes and interest rate works? Like, damn, I didn't know about that. Thanks for telling me because it's who I am, because you really, I don't know if you want to, you know, go into some, some hippie type stuff that the universe sends you, whatever you are. I don't yeah. really care. 
I just know for a fact, since I've changed into this person, every new friend that I've made and also the friends that I used to have are becoming more like that. Right? Yeah. I'm influencing them in the same way that they're influencing me. Respect, dude. Respect. Respect. I like hearing that, man. I really do. It makes me happy to hear that because that's something totally different than, than who you used to be, than who I used to be. I mean, this is like a great energy that we're putting out there, you know? Um, and just to clarify, right? Like this isn't us like trying to please people to bring to our lives, right? Like this is us on our own pathway, trying to figure things out that are the best for us. And then along our way, seeing somebody on a similar, you know, almost parallel pathway and be like, oh shit, hey, this guy's over here like doing the same thing. Or hey, this girl, look, look, look at her over there. She's working mm -hmm. hella hard. Like she's a cool chick, right? Like, hey, what, what, what's your name? You know, what do you do? Right. Yeah. And trying to kind of connect and, and network. Right. And that, in that sense, um, I actually have a funny story. Um, so I've been, you know, in Ukiah training and stuff uh, for this new job. And uh, of course I had to find a gym. I mean, the first week I was kind of like, okay, maybe I'll take some days off and, and figure out this new stuff. Cause I was working with a new schedule and all that, that wasn't used to. Uh, but then I got bored and I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta hit the gym. Like my body's craving it. Right. So last week, um, I'm at the gym and did my first workout, whatever. And I noticed there's some guy that just kept looking at me. And since he was a new gym, I was under the impression that, oh, well, this guy probably wants to use a machine that I'm using. And I'm like, okay, like, let me kind of, uh, be a little bit quicker about it. Especially since I was starting off my workout, I was like, uh, this isn't like my last bit of the workout where I want to take my time and get the most out of it. Like I got to get the ball rolling. So, you know, let's move on to the next thing. And I put away the equipment, whatever. And then I'm walking away and he's still making eye contact. And I just like, look up and like, you know, I always have my AirPods in at the gym. He's like, Hey man, like, I like your haircut. I was like, Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah. He's like, Oh, you get it from here. I'm like, Oh no, I'm from out of town. And then that went into like a 20 minute convo of us just like talking back and forth, sharing our story, where we're from, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and gave off the great vibe, like super cool dude. I was like, Oh, cool. Like I'm meeting somebody that's actually cool, you know, like awesome. And then we made some plans. We're like, Hey, let's go get some, uh, some food after the gym. He's like, Hey, yeah. Like some locals recommended this Vietnamese restaurant. Like you ever checked it out? I'm like, no, I, I have, I have no idea. I'm like, all right, that's yeah. cool. Let's go. And I'm like, all right, awesome. Like we just made some plans. Just met this person. Seems cool. Let's go. And towards the end of our conversation at the gym, he had talked about something regarding like him trying to network with other people and get into this kind of business environment. Um, but was very vague. Right. So I'm like, I want to hear more about that because I'm open-minded and Hey, you got a good business idea. I might want to get into it. Right. Sure. So we're at the restaurant and I continue to ask him like, so what's the name of the company? Like, what's the name of the business? Like, what do you guys do? And mm -hmm. over and over and over again, he kept avoiding the question. Like he would answer the question with another question. I'm just like, that's weird. I mean, if I was to come to Juan and be like, Hey bro, I got this great business idea. I tell you straight up front what it is, like the name at whatever, right. All the details possible. Yeah. Cause I want to convince you to come into it. Right. And this guy was being very vague. And then I just told him like, all right, man, well, you got to send me like an article. You got to send me like something like send me through text message, like something that I can click and that'll lead me online to where I can get more information. Right. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And then he's like, well, the thing is, we're not really like a company per se. Like we're more like distributors. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I'm just kind of like, now I'm starting to get like a little sketched out. I'm like this mm. potential networking, uh, dinner is now turning into something a little bit weird, you know? I'm like, okay. 
And yeah, sure enough, I, I pull up his website and it says that it says Amway on the top. I'm like, oh God, you know, and it's like the most known pyramid scheme around, you know, it's a, it's a company. Yeah. It's been around for it. years. Um, yeah, it's been around since like the 1900s, whatever. Um, but they've had a lot of lawsuits and stuff and Hey, if you're involved in that and that's your business, that's, that's what you do. Good for you. You know, if it's worked out for you, good for you. But it's the same thing like Herbalife and any other company that is under this, uh, guise of like, yeah, we can change your life. Like we can make you rich. We can make you retire early. Right. But it's essentially you having to bring other people into it in order for you to, you know, gain some sort of wealth or some sort of, uh, um, hierarchy through the business. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm not interested in that. You know, I'm interested in doing things for myself, uh, not under this umbrella of people. Right. Um, and really, really, really wanted to convince me into it. I'm like, ah, I think I'm good, you know? And so the reason why I bring that up is because once you're in this atmosphere of trying to gain new people, um, in your circle, right. Trying to reach out to other people and networking and stuff, there's going to be people that are kind of like they succeed in this kind of environment. They succeed from trying to find people that are like open-minded and wanting to, you know, welcome other people into their lives and they'll, they'll cling on to you. Right. Um, there's red flags to look out for. There's people that will take advantage of you, right? Because they see somebody that's young, somebody that's ambitious, somebody that wants a different life. Somebody wants to, to change the world essentially, right? Somebody that's really out there trying to do things for themselves. They'll see people like that and they'll take advantage of that. And the thing is, you got to look out for that. There's a lot of red flags to look out for, but that was just really funny to me because I was like, I can't believe I didn't see it coming sooner because I've heard of like pyramid schemes and all that, but I almost thought it was like a thing of the past or I almost thought that it wasn't as a, as much of a thing anymore. And then sure enough, like I met a great person, super cool. And honestly, I would say the guy's still cool. You know, he was a cool dude, but he had just kind of taken too many sips from the Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just kind of, it was funny to me cause I was like, I would have never guessed, but just another thing to, to look out for out there, you know, when meeting new people, it's like, don't just be a yes person. Don't just say yes, 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 yes. To everybody you meet, there's going to be some people you got to turn down and you got to know how to do that. Right. Because once you've gone through the process of sifting people out or, or just trying to gain new friends, you got to recognize what their, what the role in your, in your life plays, you know, um, you know, Juan's changed my life forever. And I will forever, forever be grateful for that. I have other uh, other friends that have done a lot of great things for me that have helped me when I was in, in tight spaces, right? And I myself would consider myself a good friend to those that, that I call friends, right? I try to help them as much as possible or whenever they need me. But if you have people in your life that are just like leeches or just constantly taking from you, but not, you know, returning any sort of uh, energy or they just want to gain from you, right? They're like, oh, buy into my program, buy into my my this, uh, click the link in my bio and, and buy some products, help me out and do this and do this and do this for me. But they never do anything for you. Like that's a red flag. Like you got to look out for that. Um, and so it's just important things to look out for while you're in this environment, while you're in the, in the change mindset of trying to, you know, meet new people and network and stuff. Yep. That's an interesting story. Um, yeah, you definitely have to look out for those things. And I think to leave you guys with a last sort of thought here, you have to 
if you can't fully express who you are, then you can't be yourself. And if you can't be yourself, you can't be anything, anything that you want to achieve. You can't do it if you can't be yourself. And in a similar sense, I have people who have helped me a lot. And I'll say this, I have friends who have helped me grow quite a bit, who I am no longer friends with. And so you might think, well, why? They helped you quite a bit. Sure enough. Yeah, they did help me. I helped them. But we're no longer friends. And the reason for that is not a lack of appreciation. It's not a lack of care for these people that have helped me. It's rather an acknowledgement that we've grown in different directions. Because mm -hmm. in the same way, right, I think it's less likely for me no more, but in the same way, right, we've had 11 years of friendship of going towards the same direction. If we start going to different directions, it's just an inevitable thing, right? That you go in your path and they go on their path, right? right. Not to say that it's going to happen, but it's just a, the realistic truth of this life. You can't have people who don't value you, who aren't actually, like Omar said, trying to make you better, not just better than you are right now, but better than them, right? Better than who you are. If you're not trying to do that for them, they're not trying to do that for you. To me, that's why I always focus just on quality over quantity. Because in talking about this podcast and talking about this topic, I've thought about the five people that are closest to me. And those are people who I really want to keep around, right? There's acquaintances around there that I would still consider friends. But those mm -hmm. are the real ones that I would think, right? Sort of your, your ride or die sort of things, right? They will sure. be with you. If you fail, they will be there. And if they fail, you need to be there for them too. Absolutely. Right? By necessity. So... Again, really try to focus on not just having good friends, but having great friends and as a reflection of who you are. Don't be looking for great friends if you're not a good friend. Don't do that, right? Cut the bullshit with that. At the same time, if you're a great friend and someone's a bad friend, that's a sign to also cut that relationship. So seek out what you are. And if you're trying to be better, always seek out people who are trying to be better, just like you. So... I think that's all I got for this episode. Um, any last thoughts to that or anything else, Omar? No. I mean, uh, if you're in that place that, you know, you want to meet new people, just be open-minded. Um, yeah. Chances are, if you've kept the same circle for a while, you're probably closed-minded, even if you consider yourself open-minded. Um, so be open to new ideas, new cultures, um, new everything, really. Um, because yeah. you never know who you might meet and you don't want to be closed minded and turn somebody down. That could be potentially a great friend. Um, yeah. so sure. Sure. Well, see when we say share this podcast and, and with your friends and family in part, sure it's to grow it, but also in part for me, it's, I want to see people who are out there. Yeah. That was one of the initial things and still stands to this day. Why we wanted this podcast, because we knew that it would allow us to connect with people out there. Right. Eventually mm -hmm. we would have these discussions with CEOs. We would have these discussions with artists, with photographers, with all these amazing people who do great things. And we would be able to take things from them and they would be able to take things from us. Right. So definitely I'll steal Omar Sunder here and, and go through all his, the things that he says, definitely follow us on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Spotify, right. Definitely follow us on, uh, on Instagram, Subscribe to our YouTube channel, all that sort of stuff. We're also available in other platforms that aren't as popular, but they're out there. So Google Podcast, uh, Anchor, um, a couple out there as well. Um, but again, right? Yes, for the growth. 
uh, of the podcast and for what we're doing, but also for the discussions, for the connections, for the networking possibilities for anyone out there who's also trying to be who we are, better than who we are, um, or just catch up, whatever it is. Uh, the type of people that are like us are the type of people we want to be around the most. Absolutely. Uh, this is there what it is. looks like. No excuses there now, people. Is. You saw it. <laughs> uh, and I did want to give a, a special shout out to uh, my friend uh, from uh, Mexico. She's been uh, sharing her content, uh, some of our reels and uh, additional content that we make on Instagram. Uh, so she's a she's a she's a special special friend to me. Uh, her name's Claudia. So shout out to you. Thank you if you're listening to this. Shout out, shout out to you. We appreciate your support. Um, and anybody else that wants to support, we appreciate it. We really do. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Juan stole my thunder, so that's all I got. <laughs> that's all you got. There we go. All right. Appreciate it, guys. And we'll see you all next week with another episode.